Hey everybody, Kurt Schlichter here with the Unredacted Podcast from Town Hall VIP. Once again, I have broken my promise to you. Now normally I promise you quality entertainment and powerful insights, and I will keep that promise. You will receive quality entertainment and powerful insights today here on my podcast. However, I have been promising and promising that I was going to get with my town hall tech guys and figure out how I could bring a guest into this from a distance as opposed to having one of my you know, associates with me as I record it. I have still not figured out how to do that. So uh, uh, I have ended up, uh, you know, once again, lying to you. But that just makes me like the entire establishment, which has done nothing but lie to you, nothing but scammed you. Okay, we got a lot to talk about. I want to talk about the reaction to my town hall piece, which was if you like Donald Trump, you really want him to be primary. Then I want to talk in depth about some Elon Musk. And then then we'll just talk about some random stuff. Okay, I put my uh, column out on Monday. And uh, I was uh, I, uh, the basic premise is, look, Trump's getting soft and sl- uh, flabby. He's making some mistakes. He's endorsing uh, the wrong people like Dr. Oz. Uh, then again, he went in uh, this week. He endorsed the right guy, which is J.D. Vance, Ohio. I don't despise the other guys, uh, except for this Mike Gibbons idiot who's like uh, Mitt Romney without the hair. But. You know, Trump's uh, Trump's had a uh, tough few uh, tough few weeks. Looks like his uh, gatherings, his rallies, aren't even getting the attendance they should. I think to get him back in shape, if he wants to be president, he should run for it. He should go earn it. Then he will value it, and he will be sharpened and ready. Uh, we saw what happened the last time we had a coronation. That was 2020. That worked out poorly. Now we got uh, you know crusty dust puppet in the White House. Oh, do you see him shaking hands with air? Imagine Beavis without the credibility or insight. That's that's President Biden. What a dildo that guy is. Anyway, so um, I expected uh, a lot of heat. I expected a bunch of people, you're disloyal to Trump, to which I would have responded, I'm not loyal to politicians. I demand they be loyal to me. You misunderstand the chain of command. Let me let me go through it. God, me, the American citizen, politicians. That's that's the order. Politicians, not above me, below me. They are called subordinates. I don't, you know, I don't, pro- now, of course, yes, you do have loyalty up and down. It's not what I'm talking about. Okay. I don't owe Trump nothing. I don't work for him. He's never given me a penny. Uh, I've never got so much as a Christmas card or a ha- invite to the White House Christmas party from the guy. I don't owe him shit. I don't expect to owe him shit. I, I just, you know, I, my job is to say what I think, and I think he's fucking up, and I think somebody needs to tell him that. Uh, maybe he listened to me because I said he should. Uh, you know, I said in the thing you should you should endorse J.D. Vance, and he did. Maybe I'm now the Trump whisperer. I don't know. And that's not the point. The point is, I thought I was going to get a lot of shit. I thought I was going to get a ration of shit and a bunch of people going, "Yeah, you just a never Trumper, you and Mitch McConnell." Um, shut up. Now, I did get a couple of those, but I noticed those were all bots, right? You know, the, and I think it's weird that liberal bots are trying to keep people from telling Trump what he needs to hear. Doesn't that seem kind of weird? Doesn't that seem kind of like maybe liberal bots don't want Trump to follow the advice of me and other people? Other people are saying similar things than I am, that I am. 
Uh, but if you like Trump, you want to get Trump in the best shape possible. And to get Trump in the best shape possible, he needs to be forged in a fiery furnace of a primary. So I thought I was going to lay a lot of crap. I got, except for bots, I got minimal crap. I got some people going, Kurt makes some good points. I don't agree with all of them, but he makes some good points uh, from people who don't necessarily always agree with me. And uh, I thought that was interesting. Uh, did I hear anything from Trump world? No. Not a thing. I didn't get any calls. You fucking asshole. What are you doing? Because I've gotten those calls before. And as you see, it doesn't, they, they don't work too well. Uh, but uh, no, I didn't get any uh, grief. Maybe somebody said, you know, word on the street, Mr. President, you know, is you're losing it. And uh, maybe it is, uh, maybe it'll have an effect on him where he will sharpen up because I, I think. I think there's a very, very big chance he's going to be running in the primary, you know, at least 50-50. And if he runs, he may very well win. And I, you know, a lot of people say, well, Ron DeSantis won't run if he runs. Bullshit. Ron DeSantis is going to run. How do I know? Because it's his year. He'd be a fool not to. He'd be Mario Cuomo without the mob connections uh, and the perverted sons who are jackasses. So... I think we are going to, if Trump runs, I think we are going to see a primary. If Trump doesn't run, whoa, baby, are we going to see a primary? Who's going to be in it? DeSantis, Tom Cotton, who looks like he's about 10. Ben Shapiro goes, you're young. Um, Ted Cruz, who, you know, has all the things you want in a president, except he's Ted Cruz. And I, I'm saying that as a guy who's given him thousands of dollars back when I donated to politicians and before I became like, you know, the major columnist I am now. And, uh, you know, Ted just has kind of an off-putting personality that makes some people hate him. Now, I don't hate him. I'm a litigator. He's an appellate lawyer. I just sort of pity him because he's not a litigator. Uh, but I think he's very, very smart. And I think uh, uh, I think he'd make a great president. Um, but. You know, I'm just I'm just not sure he can walk into a union hall in Michigan and get those guys to support him uh, and not give him a giant wedgie. So that's my feeling on Ted Cruz. Uh, Mike Pompeo, uh, his, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with Mike Pompeo. There's just nothing but the fact he's Mike Pompeo. I mean, he's Mike Pompeo. Who's the guy out there going, you know? Uh, get me the Pompeo mania. Okay, that guy, that guy is Mike Pompeo. That's literally the only one who's got Pompeo mania is Mike Pompeo. Christy Nome, oh, she stepped on, well, she doesn't have a penis, but if she did, she has stepped on it pretty good going with the Chamber of Commerce rather than the uh, citizens of the state who didn't like perverts uh, and weirdos um, and uh, other stuff happening. Um, she's just, she's just not as, she's just not hardcore enough. And she keeps doing with it. She, don't get in a fight. Don't, don't call them groomers. You know, she's that in that thing. It's part of the don't call her groomer kind of vibe. Remember what she did with the, uh, uh, the, uh, guy who was pretending, guys who were pretending to be girls to be in women's sports. Remember that? How she rolled over? You can't trust her. She She's done it. And I'm glad. I'm glad because, A, we found out now, but I'm also glad because we have an example. Because other people see the price of not being hardcore. Uh, Greg Abbott in Texas has seen that. He's being pulled. He, he'd like to be a lot more moderate. He can't. 
because of Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis pulling him along. And now Abbott is putting illegal aliens on buses and sending them to Washington, D.C., which is kind of a stunt. I'd rather put the guard on the border and just say, turn your ass around, or I'm going to hit you with the butt of this rifle because you can't come in this country. Get out. I would like to see that. Oh, wait till they lift the Title 42 thing and there's a giant flood. Watch the Democrats just be destroyed in 2022 because of this shit. Oh, and then, of course, we're going to have to go back after 2025 when whoever wins uh, goes, OK, illegals, all you ones that came in, get the fuck out. Get out. Pack your shit. Or as you say in Spanish, el shito, and get the fuck out of our country. Get out. You're not, there's no amnesty. We're not comprehensive immigration. No, here's my immigration reform. We put up a big fucking wall and you don't get in unless we say it's okay. And if you're here without permission, pack your shit. Here's my comprehensive immigration. So simple. You could put my entire immigration plan on one piece of paper. So that's my comprehensive immigration reform. Get the fuck out. Uh, who else might be running? Uh, Nikki Haley. <laughs> Jeb in a skirt. Uh, who else? Uh, oh, well, you got to have the sissies. You got to have the uh, Greg Hogan's. Or Greg Hogan. Larry Hogan. Yeah, that's his name. Larry Hogan. The guy who looks like Brian Stelter's older brother. Uh, and uh, let's see, who else? Uh, Mid, of course. And Liz Cheney. Uh, you know, there's that very, very narrow lane for a Democrat running as a Republican. And uh, we'll see how that works. But I have a feeling it works about as well as a Bulwark staffer works sexually on his wedding night. Uh, that's funny because Bulwark staffers are sexually inadequate losers who can't do a push-up and frequently enjoy watching the pool boys satisfy their wives. So there's there's the joke chalkboard. Let's talk about Elon Musk. Okay, I'm all right. I, I, I'm ready to, uh, we'll call it the Musk is show and tell. Elon Musk is show. I love his last name too, Musk. It's a uh, it's a manly scent, a musky scent. Mandom. It's a it's a it's a great name. Elon Musk, as opposed to Fred Reek, who is a lesser known oligarch. Fred Reek, as opposed to Elon Musk. Musk. I love saying that. Um. So, Musk decides. I want to buy out Twitter. I want to take a private. Uh, let, let, let's let's go back a little. A, a corporation become, can become a public company by selling shares, and there are millions of them. And each share is a bit of interest. I now I own fifty four shares of Twitter, which makes me probably a point oh 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 one owner of Twitter. Yeah, I should get my own parking space or something out at the Twitter headquarters. Anyway, um, so but shareholders only kind of drive in the big picture, right? They they don't handle day-to-day -day stuff. That's done by a board of directors who uh, uh, hire executives. All right? And a board of directors is a bunch of rich guys, uh, mostly uh, guys with a lot of shares. And there's a few people with a lot of shares. Uh, Vanguard just bought more, so it, it actually passed Elon Musk as the number one shareholder. It's got about 10%. Well, Elon's got about 9 And there's a bunch of other institutional investors that owe own like between five and three and five percent. And uh, what happens is the, the board, you know, picks the management, the management runs the company. 
And there's a whole body of law on this. I took corporations as a, uh, uh, you know, in law school. Corporations was on the bar exam, but that's not normally what I do. There are people who specialize in that. And there's a lot of interplay between shareholder rights and the prerogatives of the board, the prerogatives of the officers. One of the basic concepts is the company must be run for the benefit of the shareholders as to maximize shareholder value. Right now, uh, as of Good Friday, Twitter was trading at $45.08. Elon Musk offered to buy all of all of Twitter shares for $54.20. Now, with my big 54 shares, I happen to have 54 shares, uh, I would have made about 450 bucks if the board had accepted Elon Musk's offer. Now, here's the question. Is it required as a part of its fiduciary duties to accept Elon Musk's offer? Because it's a premium. It's above the cost of the stock. Well, the board doesn't want to sell because, not because uh, of any business reason, but because Twitter is uniquely powerful and gives a uniquely powerful platform. Wait a minute. That's not maximizing shareholder value. That's, that's, that's maximizing something else. See, a board has what's called a fiduciary duty. Everything it does must be for the benefit of shareholders. A fiduciary is somebody who has a legal obligation to put the, uh, the, the beneficiary's uh, interests above its own. And that's well established in law. And arguably, the board's not doing that. The board is refusing to take a very good offer um, for reasons other than maximizing shareholder value. And uh, that is a problem. Uh, and what happens when this stuff happens is there are law firms out there who do what are called shareholder suits. And they will sue the board for violating its fiduciary duty. And uh, you know that's going to happen here. Now, what happened is the board decided they wanted to stop Elon Musk. So they create a poison pill. That is, they create provisions that if anybody owns more than 15% of the stock, suddenly they issue more stock, which dilutes the value of Elon Musk's stock. Now, that that's done simply to drive him off. And there are some other, other provisions that they do to try and keep Elon Musk from being able to buy them. Hard to believe Elon Musk did not see any of this coming. Of course, he's got, you know, obviously the the board of Twitter has, uh, you know, some of the most prestigious law firms uh, advising on this merger uh, or this acquisition fight. Um, and uh, uh, so is Elon Musk. And Elon Musk is a smart guy. And the board knows it's playing with fire. Elon Musk had to see this stuff coming. Here's my question. What did Elon Musk have in mind? Because he had to see that the board would fight him on this. He's got another move. What is that move? I don't know. I didn't see it Friday. Is he going to dump his shares and trash uh, the stock's value? That could happen. Is he going to do something else? 
Maybe. I don't know. But I think it's pretty clear that the board is not following its fiduciary duty. Now, it's trying to cover its tracks. It goes out and hires Goldman Sachs. You remember them. They were some of the dickheads behind the 2008 debacle. And it's got Goldman Sachs saying, well, you know, there's value under the, the $54.20. Get it? $54.20. See, it's a pot reference. Uh, that, uh, that's uh, not enough money. It's not a good value. And uh, it'd be wise for you guys not to uh, take that uh, uh, offer by Elon Musk. Oh, bullshit. If you look at what if you look at what uh, Goldman Sachs is saying about Twitter elsewhere. Well, it's obvious that they're getting a, a boatload of money to spew bullshit. Goldman Sachs has a, a buy a sell value of thirty dollars. Supposed to, you know, until it gets a thirty dollars, sell it. All right, don't but don't buy unless it's thirty bucks. And it is a. It is, I'm sorry, excuse me. The the buy is at thirty bucks. They have a sell signal right now. Okay. Now thirty bucks. I don't know. I'm not a mathematician. Thirty bucks seems to be about twenty four dollars twenty cents less than the price Elon Musk is willing to pay. So I think when there are shareholder seats, and they're, they're, they're going to be, and I'm going to be part of it because I will be in that class, and I don't think I'll opt out, uh, but um, that's going to be, you know, it's going to be hard to convince a judge or a jury when you have Goldman Sachs going, well, I don't think they should sell for 54. You don't think anyone should buy the stock unless it hits 30, and you think it should be sold you know, it's just total bullshit. And and it's costing people money. It's costing me about 500 bucks because I can get 54.20 from Elon Musk per share. And I got 54 shares. But right now, the stock value is $45.08. That's like nine bucks. I want my freaking money. Pay me. And they won't let him because they, because obviously they want value for themselves in the power that controlling Twitter has, because Twitter does have a lot of power. Like Twitter or not, and there are a lot of people who do not, Twitter is, if not the central venue for the expression of opinion in our society, it is right up there. And uh, it's obvious that the guys on the board want to maintain their power rather than maximize shareholder value. You don't get to do that. This is like quintessential breach of fiduciary duty. And I think they're exposing themselves to massive liability. And Elon Musk knows it. He tweeted out, if you don't do the right thing for shareholders, you'll have massive liability. Yeah. Yeah, they will. Oh, I can just see some. Oh, man. I can just see a bunch of lawyers out there just licking their chops over how this is going to play out. So we'll see what happens. I don't know what's going to happen. I do know Elon Musk probably is not going to have been shocked by the poison pill maneuver. I would expect they expected it. And even if he didn't figure it out himself, he's, he's a smart cat. He's got guys who would. He's the richest man in the world. He may be just the guy who you know, saves humanity by sending us to Mars and also preserving free speech. On the other hand, maybe he, maybe he's a... James Bondian supervillain. I don't know. But I like him a lot better, and I like those bastards currently running Twitter. So we're going to see how that goes. I don't know how it's going to go, 
But uh, I'm going to grab myself an expert on shareholder law, have him on when I guest host for Hugh Hugh. I'm going to be guest hosting Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and then the next Tuesday. Um, so you'll want to listen to that. There'll be all sorts of cool stuff. Get my stream of consciousness every Friday and my columns every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, you're going to want to go get my new book on pre-order. We'll be back. The Fall and Rise of America. It's lit. I just reread it because I had to do some final edits. It's, I'll, I'll say it, it's amazing. And um, you should go pre-order. Go pre-order it. Go pre-order it, okay? Uh, also get my town, uh, my uh, Kelly Turnbull novels, conservative action novels, all that fun stuff. Anyway, that's my stream of consciousness. Thanks a lot for listening. Hopefully next week I'll be back with a guest. Adios. Adios.